Hi, my name's Louis Lebrun. Hi, this is AJ Virtual. Hey, this is Saul. Hey, this is Samuel. Hey, everyone, this is Tosca Bear, and you're listening to The Current Motion. Yeah, welcome to The Brecky Show, and we have our special guest online right now. It's none other than John. Hey, John, how you going? Kia Gavin. I'm really well. Love and respect to the traditional owners of wherever you're at. I'm in Darawal land right now. Darawal land. Where would that be in Sydney? It's out in the, sh- it's out in the Shire. Um, not far from where um, Scott Morrison's house is, which is problematic. I like to think of it in terms of the traditional owners, though. Not him. True, but I guess the good thing about living near Scott Morrison is you'll never see him. No one ever does. No, no, nobody sees him ever. So, John, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I've known you from our years at Cree Radio. I've been there for over a decade now. It's been a while with Jim, who's been there for uh, many more. Uh, I'm also an artist. I paint as well as had a few pieces of poetry published, but going back... Um, we used to teach media um, at the University of New South Wales. A few hats, quite a few hats that I wear. It's amazing, and I love how you bring all of that to what you do, wherever you do. I want to talk a little bit about your poetry, but I got you on air because, of course, the current motion, our online LGBTQA plus radio station, is into its seventh month now, and I'm reaching out to people, and I, I knew I had to reach out to you because I love your musical passion and and knowledge of music and you're doing a show on the current motion curator show actually and tell us about your show yeah and right back at you gavin so much love and you've taught me so much about um about like the dj set you did and wow i i learned so much i think i got it off soundcloud it was incredible um, yep, Zeitgeist. It was a response to the name of the station, The Current Motion. And the idea of Zeitgeist, which is the defining spirit or mood of a time. And I think LGBTQIA plus voices have so often and repeatedly articulated the spirit of a time. I was thinking as I was sort of about what Zeitgeist is, there was a moment I was at the midnight shift back when we were in clubs and the Better the Devil You Know came on. I'm dating myself a bit here. <laughs> and oh, the whole place went off. Yeah. It was one of those wild moments where the world was losing it in that moment. And I thought so much about a GLBT plus culture defines where we are, how we are, in, in positive and sometimes in negative ways. Um, and also, like, Geist is on usually 10 to 2 a.m., so it's the witching hour, which I also think is very appropriate, mm-hmm. um, considering the demonization of LGBT communities and how we flip that, how we turn that energy into something powerful, something positive, something uplifting, something thoughtful, not always um not always positive. Sometimes we force people to deal with like their own darkness. They project it onto us. We have to throw it back at them. But Zeitgeist, which is on 
from around midnight, from 10 to 2 a.m., has a lot of stuff which I find is really ignored by mainstream musical um, outlets. Some really sort of abstract electronica, some new school hip hop that's sort of being left to languish. Um, and also some more abstract pieces. You and I both have a deep love for poetry and for the power of spoken word. And I'm really interested in music that sometimes gets a little more abstract with that. But in many ways, it's just music that I love that I feel is being ignored. Yeah, definitely. And speaking and hearing you speak of poetry as well, we've got to get some of your poetry recorded. I do have a show called Harvest by Nayan, and it's more focused I've listened. On... Yeah. I've been listening. Oh, cool. I love it. Yeah, it's focused on poetry and spoken word. I've got to get some uh, more content onto it, but yeah, that will happen. Tell us about the poetry that you do, John. Yeah, well, it actually began through an LGBT group. I was involved in a community sort of initiative, and there was the desire to raise some money for HIV and um, support networks. And so I contributed a few pieces. One of them was about... Uh, People, I'm sure, remember the 80s and the 90s. Um, gay men were being uh, murdered in beats around Sydney, and I sort of interposed myself into the space of a guy on the Bondi Cliffs who was cruising at night for sex, uh, only to find himself thrown from the cliff with a clutch of hair in his hand. It's called hair, and it's a haibun, so it's of a Japanese style, which has a short, sharp piece of prose and then a haiku or a tanka, which is a three-line or a five-line piece, which has various strict rules around its structure. And uh, the focus for that piece was the hair that police found in his hands that they refused to um, examine. And I don't know the fury that I had about that, but I find, I'm sure you've discovered this in your own poetic output, I find that poetry often can be a really powerful channel not just for positive emotions, but also for negative ones, for anger, for frustration, for fury. Um, I find that when I can articulate ideas in a clear, structured, and hopefully uplifting way, even if they're dark themes, it transforms those feelings in myself and hopefully can communicate that to others. I know I felt that listening to your work. I've got to say, Harvest, is profoundly meditative your voice gavin yeah beautiful Thank you so much much like yours it must it must be our background on radio <laughs> now you've 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 opened up some pretty um yeah some historical context there in terms of issues and you sent me a sms and i'd like you to um speak more on on the topics you um had in your sms Sure. I recently um, put together a show around uh, suicide and how uh, neglected it is as a topic. A million people across the world die to suicide every year. It's one of the most significant killers of people, most certainly in our community, but more generally. And I feel as if uh, we've, we find it very difficult to talk about. And I think if anyone should be talking about it, it's most certainly poets, but it's, it's people that have the privilege of a platform and for example just some of the statistics i did in pulling the show together 
LGBTQA plus young people aged 16 to 17 are almost three times more likely to have attempted suicide in the past year. Young people aged 16 to 17 were almost five times more likely to have attempted suicide in their lifetime. And from 16 to 27, five times more likely. Transgender people aged 14 to 25 are 15 times more likely to suicide. And people with an intersex variation, a lot of people don't even understand what that is. But the reality is biology is not so clear cut. Intersex people fall between the clear binary and they're nearly six times more likely to commit suicide i feel not only is it neglectful that we don't acknowledge that in many ways it is clearly and i would argue this is fairly contentious i would argue it's homophobic it, it, it's bigotry people refusing to acknowledge what what they're going through one light that i discovered in my research is the role of mental health services when we have there's an incredible black suicide assistance group called black rainbow i think they're based up in the northern territory they do some incredible work there's q life there's 2010 there are these incredible um, services available to young people who need to reach out and obviously lifeline and if anybody is listening to what we're talking about needs to reach out lifeline do do incredible work and their numbers 13 11 14 or 13 triple 14 and they're always available sometimes just taking that moment to reach out to someone who's not connected to what's happening in your life can save a life one of the lights as well that I mentioned, like there is hope in the midst of all of this oppressive data. And the hope that the what I inspired me was, yes, COVID-19 has been a really powerfully um, difficult influence. And there was a spike in reports of suicidal ideation or thinking about suicide. But what was demonstrated was a direct investment, massive investment in mental health services meant that there was not a completion of that ideation mental health services work we need to invest much more money into taking care of people in their difficult time i heard i heard one uh commentator talk about triage about the idea that when you're on a battlefield and people come in and their limbs are, uh, are bullet ridden and they're bleeding and they've got massive issues, you have a doctor on hand who assesses what's going on and puts you where you need to be. We need mental health triage. Imagine if we had that. Imagine if we had somewhere where you could go or someone that was profoundly knowledgeable that was assessing what's going on with someone, how close they were to a difficult choice. We need to invest money in it. And that's the, that's the hope that I choose to take from the situation because i think like most poets as you would know i think there's an impulse to find the light in the midst of all this and the light for me is connection the light for me is people who take the time to save others from their darkest moments from those moments of desolation they're out there we just need to give them a platform people like q live people like black rainbow people like you gavin Definitely. Yeah, that's so true, John. And one word I heard there that I resonated with was connection. 
And yes. as much as we need to invest in services that support us in times of um, grief and trauma and need, we need to connect with each other also person to person as well and open up those Absolutely. conversations. I want to share something personal because I've known you for so long and it's like I'm having a talk with you. But last night in my dream, I was visited by this beautiful young lady that um i loved dearly wow um, have you met her it, did, did you feel close okay i have okay. i i um spent a lot of time with her and she actually suicided just after her 18th birthday around 2013 oh, 2014 but i was visited by her last night and she would have oh, been wow. one of australia's most amazing dancers actually one of one of the planet's most amazing dancers, but she visited to me in a kind of dance sequence and she was just doing the most amazing things. Her, her face was painted up and she just had the most beautiful, cheekiest smile that I hadn't seen for a long, <laughs> long time. And she was being a joker. And it was so nice to be okay. visited by her after, wow, almost 10 years. I can, I, I can, I can, I can also understand how, um, particularly in the gay community, how we communicate through dance, mm. how, how, how movement and motion in so many ways can directly communicate ideas and feelings that just we don't have words for, which is ironic because we're both poets. Mm. But you know, what you're talking about that I'm so inspired by that story. What, but what you're talking about, which I find profoundly difficult is loss. The loss, and I, I'm I'm so proud that you have found inspiration in that memory. But just imagine what she could have done. Imagine if if there had been a powerful intervention. And I'm I'm not putting responsibility onto anyone. These are really desolate, incredibly individual decisions. But if there had been that connection for her, if there had been a community of connection of, and if there had been a language that people could use to inspire her, I don't know whether or not they could have saved the situations but in many ways i can i feel like she's become a symbol for you now definitely in this moment definitely. of the connection that we could have had that we can have yeah definitely and i guess in those times of losing someone through suicide as well i was holding on to a lot and it was and it's through connection as well because um she she left us on Christmas Eve Boxing Day. Oh my God. And I I'm was so I, I, I was going to catch up with them um, that night to spend time with them right. on Christmas Day. But I didn't end up going and I was like I held back I held on to that for a long time afterwards. Like I'm maybe sorry. if I had maybe if I had have gone and caught up with everyone yeah. on Christmas, maybe I would have spent time with her during that period. But you know, life is what it is and we all have to yeah. um, look after each other more while we're all living. Yeah, and I also, I think that brings to mind how powerfully difficult Christmas can be. It can be a really difficult time for a lot of people and birthdays and anniversaries, those times when no matter how many people are around you, you can feel so alone. And you talked earlier about connection um, in those times where you feel like there's no one else, that you're completely alone. And we cannot know what your friend had been going through. I understand those feelings I've recently had a member of my family um uh and he, he like 
a beloved uncle with wonderful children who are really successful and he's gone. We can't understand why he made that choice and it's sort of ripped a hole in our whole family and now we all struggle for how we can um, reach out and you, you need to give space but do you make the connection? But um, yeah, it's an incredibly difficult subject. I don't think there are, I talked about hope. I talked about um, our strategies for dealing. We talked about connection, but I just don't think there is a roadmap in the same way that we all deal with our traumas very differently. We all have to find our way. I'm not sure that there are easy ways to wrap up. The, I, I, obviously the subject can't be wrapped up, but you just come back to what you were talking about hope and inspiration and connection i'm so pleased that you've presented your dream as an example to us um, to think about the people we've lost as light and inspiring and joyous communicators of a happy smile did you say she had a cheeky smile a cheeky smile <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing we need cheeky smiles yeah. because you know like it's a, an incredibly difficult subject and our and it's our LGBT kids. We've got to protect. We've got to love them. We've got to take care of them. We've got to show them a world where it doesn't happen. Another huge statistic that I, I talked about was First Nations kids, and we've we've had such a difficult time in the last few years in Australia, amongst First Nation communities, particularly young girls, and in New Zealand, like on average, uh, Maori are twice as likely to take their own lives compared to larger community it's much more than that in australia we talked about connection we need to like find ways to build resilience and to and to make those um, connections it's an incredibly difficult topic but um it's something it's one that we need to keep grappling with and not ignore yeah definitely john would you have a message for everyone listening i love what you've been sharing and what we've been talking about yeah, it's a really difficult time. I've talked about the challenges faced by LGBT kids, First Nation people, soldiers with PTSD. Right now, we're all going through it. It's a scary time in Australia, much scarier in places like Indonesia, um, all around the world. We all know what India went through. It's a really difficult time to keep your head up. Tomorrow will be better. It's inevitable. We have to get to a better time. I don't think it can be as dark as it has been. So I suppose if I have a message, it's like keep in mind that tomorrow is a better day and we can make it in the meanwhile with a cheeky smile and some great music. Oh, but tomorrow will be a better day. Yeah, definitely. And John, once again, thank you so much for um, curating Zeitgeist and your... Oh, it's such a pleasure, Gammon. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. No, it's, it's ever, heaps of fun. It's heaps ever. of fun. It's um, the current oh, motion wonderful. Is, yeah, the current motion is my little child and it's also everyone else's little child as well because it takes a village of people to to, to uh, bring up a child and your tribe yeah your show zeitgeist is on every night from 10 p.m except for thursdays and it, it goes until 2 a.m and i just love the witching hours yeah i love i love just the vibe and it's nice to go to sleep knowing that there's amazing vibes happening on on the station overnight 
Yes, and your website actually has a little uh, a little functional option. You can put you can um, set up a little timer, and you can play some music. I mean, it's pretty energetic music, but if you keep it down, it just takes me into an abstract space, and then the music cuts off according to the timer that you can use on the website. So, uh, yep. drift off, That's drift it. off to sleep, listening to Zeitgeist. Now, John, you've got to help me out here. I'm in a bit of a dilemma. I've got two versions of Better the Devil, you know. <laughs> one, one is a single and the other one is a Dave Ford remix. I cannot decide. Oh, well, I'm really up for a re-up. I love a good remix and I, and I love a remix that I don't know yet. Yep. So I'd love to hear the re-up. Cool. And John, would you like to say hello to anyone? Uh, all over Sydney, but most particularly to um, transgender um, kids that are doing it really tough. It's been a really ugly scene these last years, and they just need to know they're loved. So any kids that are dealing with gender issues, we love you here at The Current Motion. We adore you. You are beloved. Amen to that. John, you have a beautiful day, and you definitely too. catch up soon. I can't wait to listen to your show tonight. Thanks, Gavin. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Hi, my name's Louis Libran. Hi, this is AJ Virtual. Hey, this is Sol. Hey, this is Samuel. Hey, everyone, this is Tosca Bear, and you're listening to The Current Motion. The Current Motion is currently running a GoFundMe campaign, and we want to thank the following people for your support. DJ Nayar, Amy Alice Campbell and AAC Publishing. Missy and all the crew at The Nest, Creative Space and SKV 06. Tosca Bear, Jeffrey the Lion, John Kay, Samuel, Nikki Green and Milestone Entertainment, Stephen Ross, Luke Atkinson and Ryder from The Chins. Jump on and support. You can find us on all the socials. Just search The Current Motion.